Ah, uh, good morning. Oh, uh, today is February the 14th, Valentine's Day. In the back, that's called Boogie Down Production. You know, sometimes I like to start out playing a little music, get me a little hype. Today is one of those days I see people, all they do is get their news from social media or these dumbass radio stations. And then they believe it is all factual. Let me just make this clear to people. I have no agenda to argue with anybody on social media. I have no agenda or I have any use for somebody sending me dumb emails about Gail King or anybody else that's out there talking stupid. I just like to point out certain things that is so, so wrong. Today's podcast is going to be talking about the day in the life of the tester. Part three. Get away from me, cat. I have a cat. His name is Kobe. <laughs> He's actually an asshole. He'll bite you. If you go to pet him, he'll rub up on you. And as soon as you go to pet him, he'll bite you. He's one of those type of cats. But I'm going to tell you, if you don't have a cat in your house, you should get one. Or, or apartment, you should get one. Because these damn things, are, these cats are really, really good at keeping the vermin down. Now, some people will say, oh, I'm, I don't like a cat. Let me let me just put somebody, put people deal on it. You got a dog. A dog cannot and will not and cannot catch a mouse or mice, a rat, a mole, a squirrel, or anything better than a cat. A dog will stumble upon catching one. But a cat, his job is to hunt these mother effing things down and kill them. I had a refrigerator delivered to my house and these guys were here. And um, I, I I just saw the cat and he was staring at the vacuum cleaner like going crazy. Like he wouldn't leave the vacuum cleaner. I was like, what the hell? And then next thing I heard something squealing. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I see this crazy ass cat. He catch it, let it go, and then come back and torture some more. And the guys that were here, it was three guys. They were saying, yo, man, why the cat won't kill him? I'm yelling at the cat too. Kill that goddamn thing. Because it was like torture. And I was telling my daughter this, my louver. I was telling her, like, yo, I wanted to kill the, the, the mole because that's what it actually was, was a mole. And he was torturing it. But then I said, the only reason why I didn't kill it, because that was his fun. That was my cat's fun. So I didn't want to kill the mole, but I know that's his job. Now some people say, oh, that's cruel to the animal. Now, this same cat has caught at least four different mice, maybe five. And um, that's his job. Now, I live in, I don't know, I no longer live in Newark, New Jersey. I now live in the rural part of Jersey. And um, 
Behind my house, I got a beautiful view. This is why I come and make my podcast. And um, I have farmland. So I get what you call field mice that come in in the wintertime. And this is the reason why I didn't go back and get the dog. Because that dog was useless. He would, Well, he was good. He would bark to let you know somebody was at the door or something like that. But as far as catching these vermin, this goddamn cat, and I suggest to anybody. And don't get an animal, adopt the an animal, and then be cruel to it. Because the last couple of weeks, man, we've been having some a-hole of people torturing these dogs, not feeding them, and doing all this stuff to these animals. I'm Like I said, I'm a big nature freak. I'm a straight nature freak. And if you have a dog and you don't want that dog, you know, go give it to the, the you know, the local pounds and for the for somebody to adopt them. Because there's plenty of people who adopt these animals. The only reason why I don't get another cat because he's an asshole and I don't want them in here fighting, tearing up my house. But um, this podcast wasn't about that. This podcast was about the day in the life of the tester. And again, if you don't know who this is on this podcast, it's called The Real NWK. And this is Teddy. I was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey, or Newark and East Orange. Um, my mother, she lived down the hill. She bounced around off of, up and down 16th Avenue. But when my mother and father split up, my father moved to East Orange. And um, I was bad. I was a bad little boy. And um, the first time I got in trouble, I was going to Speedway Avenue School. Some people know what that is. Right there next to the parkway by on South Orange Avenue, Speedway Avenue. And I was in the second grade. And I got into hella trouble. So my father told my mother in the second grade, oh, Diane, he got to come live with me. So, but my father was a hustler. He, he, he didn't, he part-time work, did construction, but majority of the time he was a hustler. He, you know, back in the day, he sold weed and went up and down throughout the city of North gambling. He was like a big gambler. And he was a hustler. He, uh, you know, he hustled weed. I'm not going to say he hustled anything other than I know he sold was weed, but he was a true hustler. And um, he's originally from Mississippi. And he took me when I was in the second grade from my mother. Well, I think it was it was the right thing to do, but he wasn't a righteous person at that time. So I just gravitated to the wrong. So some people, so I moved to East Orange when I was in the second grade, but I bounced back from my mother to my father's house. So the first time I was ever arrested, I was nine years old. Some people may notice that it was this movie theater in East Orange on Main Street. Right now, they got that um, CVS is right across the street from, is right next to CVS right across the street. It used to be right across the street from the Brick Church. Um, that's right on the corner of Clinton and Maine. It was, the movie theater was called the Ormont Theater. So we broke into this movie theater, thought we was up in there playing around. You know, I always hung out with older kids. And um, somehow, some way, they saw us going in there. Not the police, but somebody saw us going in this abandoned old movie theater. So that was the very first time I ever was arrested. I was nine years old, broke into the Ormont Theater. 
And right behind the Ormont Theater, it was just like this couple of work buildings. And it was like this little, as we call them now in bodegas, but it was just a regular five and dime, you know, get, get candy store. And then behind that was Chop Full of Nuts. That was on the corner. That was the, that's the Chop Full of Nuts for people that don't know. It's a coffee. And they used to um, distribute it. I don't think they used to bag it there. They may have. But I was, a, I was a young little boy. So the first time I was arrested, I was in the Ormont Theater. Father came and got me. As usual, tore my ass up. He never, he never beat me. He never put the belt on my butt. He always used to beat my hands. That's why you see my hands. My hands are huge because they never, they were so swollen, they never went down. And, um, and that's all he used to do is just beat my, beat my hands. And the bad thing about it, he used to make me go get my own switch. We lived on, we lived on 484 William Street. And that's on Clinton, between Clinton and Ashland on William Street. Some people may know Bogies used to be there. I don't know if Bogies still there. It was a little club. And I used to do so much wrong. So that was the very first time I was ever arrested. So the reason why I was telling about the, the, the store, because I became, like I said in a few other podcasts, I became addicted to doing certain bad things. So we broke into the... The, the the penny five whatever you know, bodega this what you want to call it now we broke into that store stole all this candy I was a little boy and we broke into store stole all this candy and um my father didn't know about it that I was doing these B and E's and um he I come home with all this stuff and he was like get that shit out of my house I don't know where you got it from but you can't have that stuff in my house. So at that time, I had went out. It was me, and my man. It was Ant Man and my man Fresh. But we call him. I can't give his real name. It's B Fresh. But we went to the same night. He told me to take that stuff out out of his house. We went to Bloomfield. Now, anybody know about Bloomfield, New Jersey? Back in the day, you couldn't, black people couldn't walk over to Bloomfield, go in Bloomfield. Go over in Bloomfield. And at this time, people know those bubble leather goose coats in the Quarterville with the fur, they had that little fur around there. They had the store on Bloomfield Avenue. And um, that same night, my father told me to get that stuff out of there because it was a whole bunch of candy and like he knew I did something wrong. He's just like, you can't have that stuff in my house. So I end up, Going and taking the um, stuff back out of his house when Bloomfield saw it, it was a store. So my man, Ant-Man was like, he ain't say shit. He threw, we was on our way out there to go do something wrong, do another b &E. He threw the grip pliers through the window. Psh! I didn't know my man B. Fresh didn't know that neither. That Ant-Man grabbed the coat. I just took off and ran. Bloomfield police caught our asses. And if you remember East Orange, Upsala College or Upsala University used to be right there on Prospect, Prospect Street and Hamilton. That's what that's now the new spot where East Orange Campus High School is. That used to be Upsala. That whole vicinity was Upsala College. And on Hamilton, it was um, Martin Stadium. Bloomfield police caught our dumb little asses. And they was not playing. They didn't arrest us. They beat our asses so bad. Took us over to Martin Stadium underneath those brick um, stadiums that they used to have. Beat our asses. 
And at that time, my they broke my ribs. My head was all busted, broke my ribs. I, I was like nine years old, 19 years old. And they beat our asses and left us underneath those stadiums. My father all night long was looking for me. You know, he was, you know, he was, my father raised me. I didn't live with my mother. My sisters and them live with my mother. I live with my father because he's like, he was just uncontrollable. And he beat, he didn't beat my ass. The next morning, somebody had found us underneath those bleachers. And I remember still to this day when he came and got me, he was hurt. And he was just begging me not to cut. Well, he, he begged me to stop doing wrong and stay away from certain people. He was like, because those people weren't good people and I was following them. And in some respects, he was right. But I was never, I was never a follower. I was never a follower. I always did my own thing. Like when they went off and did certain things, I stepped off and did my own thing. And... That was like one of the things that I kind of became addicted to doing was these things, like these bad things. And I kind of understand certain people and how you become addicted to certain things because we all become, we all have an addictive personality. And I ain't no freaking psychiatrist, but I know we all become addicted to something or someone or something in that way. Because even when you become addicted to Food, candy, you become addicted to like, I'm, I'm actually a clean, a clean freak. I, I don't like my house to be dirty. And, you know, we, <laughs> we become addicted to stuff. So when I was, a, when I was, that was, that was all in the same, like got arrested nine years old, went over to Bloomfield and, and excuse me, it's my phone again, went over to Bloomfield and I didn't even grab a coat. They, I'm too dead. I just took off because I didn't know. What he was doing, I thought we was gonna go, you know, do a regular B and E, but I became before we started stealing cars heavy, you know. I was doing that, and then the reason why I'm telling you this story about this because I had gotten arrested for something like when I stuck those ladies up over there in Basin Hall, where my a friend of mine's. It's so ironic that. I missed death a few times. Later on, a friend of mine, his name was Mark. He died. We was going to break into this jewelry store. This, excuse me, a jewelry store in Orange on Main Street. And um, he ended up, and it was supposed to be I, but he, him, myself, and a couple of others, we were going to break into the store. And they ended up breaking into the store. And the store catch on fire. And my friend, was in the store and burned up alive. So when I look at certain things, I'm like, wow, you know, I was fortunate that certain things happened to me. Like I ended up getting shot in that car. And then as I became a grown man, I get shot five times again. So I, it's so ironic that these things happen. And I just want people to know who you're talking to because, you know, I don't want to seem like I'm no fake. I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm I'm not about that life no more. That life is past me. I'm, I'm living a better life. I'm living a clean life. So I'm just, just telling people this is just who I am. So if you listen to this podcast 
And, you know, I said certain things that I plan on doing. And um, just so people could hear that I, this is no lie. This is no, excuse me again, my phone. You know, um, that this is some fake or made up. Uh, you know, I, like I said, I plan on writing a book. And it's, I'm going to put all these stories in my book. So I, that was one episode of one day. But um, I don't want to go too long on this podcast. It has been 16 minutes. I keep a track of this. And I just wanted to say to let people know who you listen to. This is Teddy from The Real NWK. Pass it on, let people listen to. I got some very good um, telling, inspirational, educational podcast I put up just to help people to give people some type of knowledge I ain't trying to be no um trying to be no um, scholar or anything like that I'm just trying to give people that that knowledge and as always peace see you later <laughs>